I think you well, can do it now. Here's the here's what I'm willing to do. What I'm willing to do. This is a, just to be clear. <laughs> this is a pitch you're making about your plan, and you just stop to say, "Here's what I'm willing to do." Go ahead. Hello, colorful throw pillows. Welcome to Sports, the podcast that ends with the question mark but starts with the question. I'm Katie Nolan on my couch. She's Ashley. Hi. He's Jay. Hello. And this is today's question. And this is when my thing lags. Here it is. Here, here it is. The question. Good. Internet's great. Internet's and then really the great. question is here. <laughs> hey, Katie, Ashley, Jay, Courtney from Dallas. Um, I wanted to know if you could be a sports meme, what would you be? Love you, mean it. Peace out. Peace out. Uh, that it's name, if you didn't question. hear it, because Jay didn't uh, lean his phone towards the microphone, that's Courtney from Dallas. Courtney, thank you for your question. Love you, mean it. Peace to you and all, uh, also with you. Peace um, with you. <laughs> uh, what the question was, was if you could be a sports meme, what would you be? My brain now is like, oh, what sports memes are there? I mean, Jordan ones obviously are dominating right mm-hmm. now. I worry that they're going to phase out crying Jordan, which is still... The Michael Jordan of memes. No, I don't think so. Huh. Sports meme. I, but quick aside, as I am wont to do, have you guys seen the thing online where it's like an automated meme generator? Yes. 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 It's, it's the funniest so thing I've ever seen. It basically, like, it has, I assume it's one of those algorithms where they fed it all the memes that exist and then it just spits out a meme. <laughs> it usually comes out nonsense. Sometimes it makes sense. Uh, my favorite one, I have it saved in my phone, where it was like the one, you know, with the, the duck or whatever yelling. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you have a, you have a money for the first time? Go to the gym. And then it screams like, family, sir. And I'm like, this doesn't make any sense, but it's my favorite. Oh, so much. Um, it's not if a I could meme, be one, I would aspire to be the Alex Morgan sipping tea meme. Oh, That's yeah. Because meme. you just, it's like you just crushed something on such a big stage. It's a seagull. The inhale. It is. The inhale is really strong. Family, sir. <laughs> uh, yeah, any of the World Cup gifts, really, uh, yeah. or memes, like uh, Megan Rapino with the champagne. I like, I, yeah, I prefer Morgan just because it is targeted trash talk, you know? Yeah, and you which, are a big fan. Which of is, that. and it's been, it's a little subtle. You know, it was classic. It's you know what I am? I've thought about it now, even though it's, it's a gif, but gifs can also be memes, I guess. I'm the Alonzo Morning meme. Mm. Where he's on the bench, just like looking, and he's like he's confused. Like- That's me. Well, if it's what we really are versus like what could we be, what I really am is the one Tom Brady sitting down with like his face just like. Oh, oh, what about Tom Tom Brady Brady in the, in the massive jacket? Tom Brady in the massive jacket is super strong. I am very clearly, uh, J.R. Smith in the LeBron J.R. Smith meme and Katie is LeBron. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take that. Yeah. I buy that. You're welcome, Reddit. Enjoy your Photoshop time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's so true. That's really perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, Courtney, this is the first time in the history of the sports podcast your question was answered with an actual answer. I tried to derail us, but we ended up answering your question. So congrats to you. Peace be with you. Um, and also with you. If you have a question and you'd like to... Leave off a voicemail. Sure. The number is 860-506-5571. Hi. Hey, 
So. How you doing, friends? Yeah. I just ate like almost an entire pint of Ben and Jerry's coffee, 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 buzz, buzz, buzz ice cream. So I'm like, we're in for a treat. Yeah. I'm mm, living until was. I crash. Then I'm just going to be sitting here like. Yeah. I feel like that's going to be about 30 minutes. So we should try to move this thing yeah. along. Just go quick. <laughs> how's, how's everybody's week going? I'm I have good. some news. Go. Ooh. Yeah. My sister had a baby today. Yay! Congratulations. Thanks. Awesome. I have a new niece. Oh, her name her is name? Margot Marie. Adorable. Oh. Yeah. She's really, she's super cute. She's Everybody's super okay cute and healthy and, and good. Yep. 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 Everything was good. We were nervous because, um, I think I told you guys this. My sister's an ER doctor. And so they were, they tested her for COVID before she came in and she was really worried she was going to have it. Yeah. Mm. Um, but she didn't. Good. She was so negative. Good. Oh my god! Oh, she's such a tiny little bee. She's so tiny. She's so small. She has the same middle name as you. I know. It's like I, I cried when they told uh, they told me the name. Oh, yeah, Ashley! Really I cried like a like a real dum dum. But it was I'm so excited. And she's the same initials as my brother. No, she doesn't. I lied. Wow. <laughs> Right here in the podcast, you heard it here yep. first. Ashley is a liar. For some reason, I thought my my <laughs> sister's last name still started with M, but it doesn't. She got married, so she never did. mind. Mm. Well, for so, yeah, Margaret with M, her name would just be. Mm. Mm. Those are my brother's initials, mm. like Campbell Soup. Big Campbell mm. Soup fan. As in Bob. Mes and Bob. We have done it. Bob. Never mind. I was going to write it on my cup. But oh yeah, yeah. and also I don't see cup. your cup anywhere. So well, guys, they're in the office. You know that. Uh, so yeah, so I have a health new... update. Other than that, or is that helping? How do you feel? Uh, it was kind of a roller coaster. I was like really nervous and then I was really excited and then I got really sad because I'm not going to be able to see her for a couple weeks. Mm. Um, because my sister is obviously in the hospital now and she's worried about getting it while she's there and then giving it to me. So she's making me wait a couple weeks to go see her. Um, yeah. but it, so yeah, it was, it was kind of a roller coaster. That's you know got out the uh, got out the old ice cream, yeah. Went to town. Hell yeah, buzz, buzz, feeling buzz, buzz, buzz. buzz. So buzz, of course. Buzz, buzz. So good. you're feeling good right now. Yeah. How are you yeah. doing? Fine. Uh, I'm good. Myrtle finished up her shots, so that means I had a dream the other night that we came to visit you guys and went to the dog run because I don't know. I haven't looked, but I don't know if the dog park near here is open. Uh huh. And so I don't know, like what her shots mean is we can take her out now. So I don't know if, like, I can take her to the dog park if there's nobody there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we can just go to the dog run. She would love to be off-leash and able to just sprint around because yeah. she uh, – mommy runs with her. Uh, what we do is, like, as a reward, if she pees and poops on the same trip, mommy will jog up and down the uh, the driveway with her. But mommy <laughs> can only do that about three times before mommy needs a break. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. mommy also taught her to climb the stairs this week. And that's, like, very hard for a puppy to do. I didn't know. They get very, very scared. And so it took a lot of practice. And then now she goes up them really well, but she wants to go up them and down them and up. And she just wanted – I wanted to get her used to it. And then now – so when we bring her back upstairs and we're on the fifth floor, we try to take her up the stairs. And so now whenever Dan or I come back in from walking home, we're like, (laughs) she she peed and she – it's like it's five flights of stairs. You guys really got to get it together. But the, the little one has so much energy, and she just wants to be able to sprint around. And I'm trying, but I just don't have it. Oh in me. man, so, she and Ray could go so hard. That would be so nuts. fun. I think there. I think the dog parks are open. Like parks yeah. in Jersey opened May second. So Jay, bye Jay. He's upset. He doesn't have a dog, so he I couldn't know. join the conversation. Um, hey Jay, pal. 
Yeah, but finally, the podcast we've always wanted to do. <laughs> Should I just hit start hitting record? Just we don't need the, the video, right? I don't think no. so. Okay, we still got audio going. Yeah. Oh well, <gasps> welcome back. Uh, joining us now from the sports podcast, it's Jay, the Hitman Wolf. Jay Wolf, everybody, he back. Hey, the cat. Hey guys. <laughs> Sorry, that was really loud. Sup? Oh, was I didn't hear it? How you doing, Jay? <laughs> What happened there, pal? Um, the Wi-Fi is not very good here. Um, but that's my yeah. also part of my mental health update. I'm sure that's where we left off okay. before I disappeared for months yep. at a time. Uh, is that I? Uh, that my time here is coming to a close. This will really? be my, yeah. This will be my last week here. Um, so I am figuring out how, how you're going to get back, and, yeah. how and where and when and. Did you there. drive there? I did, yeah. Okay. So you have a car or you... I don't. I rented a car and I had like rented it early and let it sit to like disinfect. And so I'm just trying to think through the like logistics of going back. Um, my mother is like very adamant about me coming to her house and I'm like just trying to deal with that. On a and that's where in St. Louis? They live in St. Louis, yeah, which is like a 13 hour drive from here. Yeah, that's um, a long trip. Unnecessary. And also, lovely. like, it would be lovely to see my parents, and I love my family, but also, like, I don't want to risk giving something to them. And even if I, like, quarantined them, like, in a basement or at my brother's house or something like that, at a certain point, I'm just like, now I'm here, and I'm still 15 hours from my home, and, mm, like, how yeah. do I get... Also, I'll say it, because you don't have to, uh, after three days with my parents, I'm like, okay, I'm good. And so being stuck there indefinitely, while I love them dearly, would be, yeah. uh, would just wreak havoc on my brain. Yeah. I think like there's just like, and you know, even though we're not in the office, there's still so many things going on. And I just like know that like my brain in my parents' house would just be like mush. I just like feel like I wouldn't be productive at all. So anyhow, um, I'm sad that this is ending. This has been really lovely and it's been nice to be around my friends and everybody's oh, going cool. their own, their own separate ways now. Well, oh, really? Um, yeah. So. Hmm. Well, welcome home, maybe. Yeah. Figure it out. It'll be nice to know you're just, you know, over the waters. Mm. Two waters. Which waters, mm-hmm. Ashley? The river and then the other river. Over the river. And then, and then oh, oh, I was thinking, and through the woods. I was yeah. thinking that you were in St. Louis. I was like, the lakes? Mm. Also a but, river, big river, deep river, famously. Huge um, river. Huge. Biggest river I've ever seen. Never seen. Mighty Miss. The old Miss. What's The old man. Mental health check. We're not doing well. (laughs) Did you ever watch National (laughs) Lampoon's Vacation? Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah. When Chevy Chase is driving towards the Mississippi River, he makes a lot of jokes. Good job. Uh, Ashley, what Ashley and I were talking about was I had a dream I brought Myrtle to the dog run and they hung out and I I couldn't hug you and it made me actually more sad than if uh, I didn't see you. Because I'm like, she's right there. I just want to hug her. Yeah. I think um, we should be able to, um, we should, like, I should be able to take Ray to the dog park by you. I can put her in the car and drive over there. That's fine. I don't want, I don't like the idea of you outside. But I have, my sister got me an N95 mask. And if I'm not, like, in a grocery store. Yeah. Then it's fine. We'll figure it out. I think we should do it. I think so, too. That's a great idea. I would really like that. Oh, and then really Dan, like Dan and Steve can stay home. <laughs> yep. They and sure we'll can. just be there with the pups. Yeah. I think it'd be fun. 
I, would I just because when you, I know you're talking about a baby and a baby is totally different than a dog, but I also get sad thinking about like you're not going to see her until she's big, and I want I you know. to see her now. She's already pretty big. She weighed a uh, seventeen point five pounds. Oh my goodness, <laughs> she's, she's going to be so big. Uh huh. It's terrifying. <laughs> I, sometimes every now and then, like when she's really sleepy, I'll pick her up to bring her downstairs, or pick her up to bring her back upstairs. Not to take the stairs, we take the elevator. But she. uh there are moments where I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm doing this because there's gonna come a time where I can't do this anymore. And I love yeah. picking up and she puts her little paws on my shoulders oh. and she's just such a little muffin. <laughs> I love her so much. She scares the crap out of me, but I love her so much. I can't wait to meet her. Um, mental health wise, doing okay, real sick of it. But I'm also thinking I'm gonna be sick of it when it's over. I'm sick of just the whole situation. I'd like it all to chill for a minute. Yeah. And it's not gonna. So, yeah. uh, I saw that New York is opening back up this Friday. Some parts of it, not yeah. New York I think City. Upstate, upstate. Yeah. Is oh, okay. A couple of that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, my mom keeps um, asking but- me every day if we're going to go to this wedding that was supposed to be in June and got moved to August, and we had to get like a house for it for the family to stay at. I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't have inside information. Where is it? Uh, in the Hamptons. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll mm. find out. Yeah. At least that light rail's still running, you know? <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yep, they blare their horn every night at like 11. I don't know why. It's just to let us know they're there, I guess. Um, pup, pup date that isn't the pup date I just gave. Myrtle tried ranch dressing for the first time this week. Uh, it was an accident. I'm telling you, we keep, we are, I am hawk-eyed with this dog. I don't let her near anything. And we were playing trivia Every uh, Friday, I do trivia with my brother and and, and his uh, wife, so my sister-in-law, and then a bunch of her friends and their husbands, whatever. And we were playing, and there was like one moment, uh, Dan was sitting by the corner where she is, Myrtle, and he like leaned in to look at something. And he had left a plate of just a pile of ranch on the corner of the table. And the second we weren't looking, she just like bleh, licked it once. <laughs> And then, like, we, we moved the plate, like, like, whatever. And she just started, li- I sent you the video, Ashley. <laughs> she just licked the air for, like, 45 minutes. She just kept being like, hmm? Is this it? Hmm? <laughs> like, sticking her tongue out further than I've ever seen her stick her tongue out. It was so funny. Uh, I was like, this is clearly my dog. She's obsessed with ranch dressing. Oh. <laughs> 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 She's like, can I have it? Can I have it? Can I have it? Oh. So uh, she loves her dressing. Exciting update about Myrtle. I said she's never going to taste it again. But then like when she's an old dog, we should just let her have a little bit of it. And she'll be like, oh, my God, I thought I dreamed this. I, <laughs> I convinced myself my whole life I was crazy and I made up this moment. But it did exist. It's really cute. You think she's never going to get it again. She's never getting it again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. What if it made her sick? When she gets taller, she's going to be able to reach counters. She's and not doing she- it. Mm-hmm. Where she's doing a very good, she's very uh, receptive to go. I'll point and say go, and she does. Um, she does it out of fear, though, because she always cowers at me when she does it. And I'm like, no, don't be afraid. Just go. go. Just go. But if I, like, point really sharply and get close to her face, she thinks I'm going to hit her. So I'm like, I'm not, but just go. And, I, and then I think she's like, mm, okay. I'm like, I'm not. I just want you to go. And I was mad. So I said it. I'm sorry. But then she doesn't understand the explanation. So it's all kind of for nothing. 
but that's the pup date. She loves ranch dressing. So, Don't congrats. Um, official Potter show business. I feel like we've got a couple updates from the last podcast. We do. Number one, we've got to talk about uh, Rachel, the girl who called in about her neighbor collecting seeds. I've yeah. been interacting with her, not the neighbor, but Rachel on the internet. <laughs> and uh, and uh, there's an update there. Um, Jay with the Frosted Tips picture. I feel like we need to have an update on that. And uh, Goosebumps. Okay. Yeah, yeah your book report. So let's book start. Report. Should we start with Rachel? Yeah. Let's start with Rachel. Where's Rachel? Uh, did she call <laughs> back and leave another voicemail? She did. Because I interacted with her on the internet, she basically said, like, here's a, I think they sent me a picture, and then they talked about how, like, she just does it a lot. Uh, go ahead. Just show, let's play the voicemail, right. and let's listen. Hi, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. This is Rachel calling back, um, the one who called in with the neighbor who collects things. <laughs> so I did a little research online, and the seed pods that I was talking about that she collects aren't those little helicopter things. It seems like there's something called honey locust pods, so they're a lot bigger than that. But mm. apparently you can eat the seeds, so maybe she does that. Um, huh. When I Googled it, there were also people selling them on Etsy. So I don't know if they're selling what? them to eat, for people to eat, or for decoration. Because if it's to eat them, I don't know why she's collecting other things like sticks and other nature things. Because she doesn't just stick with the pods, but that's her main focus. Um, one other thing I noticed today when I was coming home was that she was taking things out of the community trash. So she had a couple things. Super so maybe weird. she's just a hoarder. Um, and huh. one time my husband helped her carry up a painting to her apartment. She lives on the second floor. We live on the third floor. And uh, it was this big, giant painting she was trying to lug from her car. And when he got up to her door, she was like, it was only $20. And she opened the door and there was just more sad now i feel more yeah, sad. It's sad but do yeah. i mean i don't know enough about hoarders other than i guess watching a bunch of the show hoarders but do they often bring things in other than you know what i mean like i don't think i've seen them like collect stuff and keep it that sounds like something different than hoarding i thought that's exactly what hoarding was I, but i don't think they i mean it's usually just like you know you maybe you buy stuff but i don't think i've ever seen them like foraging yeah, do you mean like sticks. for natural stuff? Yeah, like sticks and trees and like that kind. Of, it's usually just like I've accumulated all this stuff and I don't clean it and I keep accumulating. But I don't, I don't. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know enough about it. Yeah, I'm man, sure that's that, a bummer. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna say I. Well, I hope that she's all right. I hope she has family and stuff that 
she communicates with because I can imagine actually maybe if she doesn't social distancing and all this might be affecting her and that's how she copes. Mm-hmm. You know, how like it'll heighten whatever you suffer, you know, for some people. And like, mm-hmm. maybe that's just like a heightened coping mechanism for her. Oh, cause she can't like go get other stuff. So yeah, all she, she can like, hoard is stuff that's outside. And maybe she doesn't have anybody to like, ch- to check in on her. And so she's just, I don't know. That's a bummer now. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, we'll leave it there. And not discuss it again, because it went from silly to uh, a little serious, I think. Mm. Or we're reading too much into it. But, you know, better safe than sorry. Err on the side of caution. If you see her out, uh, Rachel, maybe just say hi. You know? Just a hi. You don't have to invite her over for tea. Just a hello. But it sounds like they do, because, like, her boyfriend helped her carry the... Her husband? I'm not looking at it. Husband, yeah. Yeah, husband helped her carry the painting up. Man. Seed pods. Hmm. You both look like you're going to say something and then neither of you are saying anything. I was trying to jump in with, how about that Goosebumps report, huh? Oh, okay. So, b- book report. <laughs> um, is that our next item? Yeah. It is now. All right. I got that awesome segue. In. How about cool. those Goosebumps? How about Speaking those goosebumps? of Goosebumps. <laughs> nice. Really good. <laughs> Strong. Um, yeah. So, last time we talked to, during the 90s bracket, I said I was going to try to read a Goosebumps book and see if it was good and give a book report. Update, um, I haven't done that because it's, uh, <laughs> it's been a busy week. Highly Questionable coming back to TV uh, means that we had to change over to not Zoom to record it. And the thing we use is very difficult and my computer doesn't agree with it. So I've been like devoting way too much of my time trying to figure that out. I did download Night of the Living Dummy, classic oh, God, Goosebumps so number scary. one. The one Jay asked you not to read? Yes. Okay. I don't see how anybody here thought that was going to go any other way. Um, so that's the book I downloaded. It has, I will say, four and a half stars out of 409 reviews on Amazon. So I downloaded it to my Kindle. It froze my Kindle. I had to restart it for the first that's time. That's scary. Because it's, it's like, that scary. Don't, you don't want to mess with it. Also because it might be that bad. It was $4. Um, so I am on the first page. You're on the first page? <laughs> nice. Yes. Nice. Uh, nice. So I have Does started. Does it still have the letters it. with the little blood drippings? Well, Jay, it's a Kindle, so famously... But yeah, but they also, like, sometimes they have the pages with the things on them. No, there are no okay. letters with blood drippings. Okay, just, well, you know. I remember letters with blood drippings, and also... Sorry, I'm on the like second the chapter dripping. titles? I'm on the like second the actual page. You know, like, words the, this, it, right? the first letter of the chapter has, no, like, yeah, a it big doesn't block? Do it doesn't do Also, I'm on the second page, I want credit for that. But also, pages on a Kindle... Th- don't yeah, really count the same. What's anyway, a page? What's a day? What's a week? The update is a is a promise of a future update. Next week, I will provide a full book report. Um, if you guys want to, you guys being Ashley and Jay, want to let me know what it is you're looking for in this book report. I don't, I don't remember. I think the, we were I just wanna... trying to figure out if it holds up. Well, you want to make sure okay. that your paragraphs have topic sentences, and then you're. Proving I'm not going to write an essay. I'm oh, going to okay. give a book report. Yeah, um, I think normally there was like a guiding. There were guiding principles to a book report. I'll just Google book report and see what those were. Great. I think the conversation we had was, oh, I wonder if those books were even like well sure. written. But that wouldn't be a book report. That would just be answering your question. I'd like to provide the full report. Um, Great. I think it'll probably be like settings, character, themes. Mm. Wow. Um, you know, metaphors. Make sure again, you I'll picture so Jay's nightmares again. All right. Um, yeah. Please I'll do try not. to. Please I'll try to find those. Speaking of Jay, hi. Um, the Reddit has been demanding, begging mm. to see yep. this frosted tips picture. I'm going to go on the record and say, I don't think it's as bombshell as they think it's, it's going to be. That good. It's not uh, well, you made them wait an entire week. If we put it out the next day, like I wanted to, it would have been a yeah. Hit. I, we're overhyping it. Um, it is. It's too built up now. 
But you texted Ashley and I and said you had an idea. And so we are ready to hear that now. Okay. Bear with me, because this is, oh, like, boy. a little... <laughs> um, it's your idea! Jay, I, semicolon. Yes. Bear with me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the Jay Wolf story. <laughs> so, uh, I was on a run the other day, and I was listening to music, and it. this song okay. came on that jogged my memory of um, when I used to be uh, a, a uh, DJ uh, in 2010 um, for a couple of years. And I sure thought it was, yeah, I I sure thought it was older than that. (laughs) Oh yeah. 2010, 10 years ago. Um, and I realized that it was like 10 years since I had, um, like started DJing at this bar in the Lower East Side. And then I, DJ Versary. Yeah. My DJ Versary. Thank you. Um, and, uh, I had this idea and it doesn't make any sense, but the idea is that I'm going to throw a zoom 10 year, DJ anniversary party. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> a I'm gonna, DJ anniversary party. I, I'm going to throw a 10 year reunion DJ party on Zoom and I'm going to DJ it and I'm going to invite people to come. But if and it's a reunion, I, you could only be inviting people who have No, it's a, it's an anniversary celebration. So if you weren't okay. there the first time, you can come celebrate okay. the fact that it was happened. anyone there the first time. Yes, there were besides many, you. Yes, there were many people there. Um, uh, you were a famous DJ. I was not. No, but it was a. Don't popular, ask too many questions. It's a short podcast. Go ahead, Jay. So, you, what does this have to do with? What does it have to do with my question about frosted so, tips? The, for me, um, all of the embarrassing past lives are kind of wrapped up into one ball, which is how they connect. And so, one of those things is uh, that you guys have often asked what my DJ name was. And the other thing is now this frosted tips picture. And so I had the idea that I was going to release the photo of me with the frosted tips as the invite to the internet to come to this 10th anniversary celebration DJ so party wait, you with just... a suggested donation of $5 to whichever COVID-19 relief fund you choose. Love that. Charity. Awesome. You would be releasing the picture to the internet before they pay the five or you pay the five and then you get the invite. I think you pay the five and then you get the invite. For sure. For sure. But so then the other question that I have is what your DJ name. Why don't you're going to reveal all these things at once and you're only charging five bucks. I'd say yes. make it 10. They get to see you DJ. They're going to know your DJ name and see the frosted tips picture. That's 10 bucks to charity. Wait, you're going to tell everybody your DJ name at your DJ party. Yes. I think you should oh. do it now. I think you well, should do it now. Here's the, here's what I'm willing to do. There were a couple of different. What I'm deep- willing to do. This is a, just to be clear. <laughs> this is a pitch you're making about your plan, and you just stop to say, "Here's what I'm willing to do." Go ahead. Uh, so I had a couple of DJ names throughout my history. Um, what and- the hell? How long did you DJ for? T- almost three years. And you had multiple names. Yeah. Yeah, I was just going How many? going through a couple of different phases. Uh, I have had phases. Three. Oy vey. Okay. And this isn't at- true. I hope you know he's lying to our faces. He doesn't want to tell us what the real name was, but he's come up with three puns that he thinks are funny. No, 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 no. Three. There were three. And at the the party i'm going to like have i think i have some old video and photos and so i'm going to like put them as my like virtual background and like 
all of those things. Um, but you have really planned this out. Yeah. Well, it's okay. a 10 year anniversary, you know, it's so if I pay $10, I get a high quality image of your yes. photo. Yes. I get the to zoom link. find out what all of your DJ names are. Yes. And then I have to watch you. Can <laughs> <laughs> I just check you, in? And you then don't, you don't have to. Um, okay. But I think I'm going to do it the Saturday of Memorial Day weekend. Jesus, he's really planned this out. Yeah. Uh, okay. The Saturday night from like, I don't know, nine till 11 or something like that. So Ashley, you can come at the beginning. Um, Ashley will be asleep. Yeah. I'll 20, check in. The 23rd of May is what I'm thinking. I mean, and then that's it. That's so, so that's, far away. What what kind of music you, are we going to play on your set list? Is it what you played ten years ago, or is it, it new? It's going to be hits? a mix of what I played ten 80s, years ago 90s and today's and today? hits. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. How yeah. much time are you going to have to devote to creating this set list? He's got time. This guy I mean, take forever. Take time, but he also what, has to figure out if he's going to St. Louis. You're going to you're traveling. All right. Well, we we support you. Okay, so how do we, where do you, where's the donate, like, how do you get proof of donation? Um, I'm, yeah, I guess I'll make a Gmail address. Part. Yeah. What's I up? Didn't. You cut out. Um, You're going to make a Gmail address? Yeah, I'll make a Gmail address and then you can send me an email with a photo of your donation and I'll send you back the invite. Huh. 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 Does that seem like too huh. much, too much to do? It seems a little, Va- uh, that's the part I would like to be buttoned up, you know. Yeah. Well, the, like, we're workshopping process. the pitch here at the podcast. We so. sure are, but it's also um. got my big old name on it, so I'd love it to not maybe be accused of being any sort of a. You got to get this part buttoned up. This does, Jay. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be associated with Katie Nolan. How does anybody know who Jay is? He is uh, that uh, I, I was guy, actually, the guy from what? On Twitter, the guy from sports. <laughs> he. With I also Nolan. was a very famous DJ ten years. <laughs> Okay, so only send it to your, your list of those people. Then okay. no, I'm just saying everything. This is how you have to work when yeah, you've yeah, got yeah. your you're name right, on you're stuff. You're right. No, you're right. You're right. I don't want anybody to accuse you of doing I, anything. I guess I, I'm looking out for you. How do people tend to like get proof of donations and stuff like that? Like people send them. A photo. Well, you can collect the. Mo- well, that maybe actually sounds shady. Yeah, I was gonna say they worse. could send you money and then you could donate. No, I don't want to no, do just, that. All right, have them send you. But so, what are the qualifications for what the charity is? I think it's for me. Like, I, that's where I didn't want to be specific. Like, I want people to. There's people who want to support restaurant workers. There's people who want to support healthcare workers. So, pick any so COVID nineteen related. Any COVID nineteen related charity. Charity, and you said it was a suggested donation of ten dollars, meaning it has to be at least ten, but could be more. I mean, yeah, I think do the best you can if you want to come. And you don't have it's 10 It's very bucks. inclusive, but somebody's going to tell you they can't pay a charity and then they're going to get to come for free. You got to set the bar. Well, the, the bar is 10. is $10. If you need $10, tweet at me. Okay. But it's 10 bucks. 10 bucks. 10 bucks. You're getting Jay's frosted <laughs> tips photo. You're getting three <laughs> DJ names. Actually, you're going to get two because he's going to give us one now to try to entice people <laughs> to come to this party. You're going to get a banging set list of songs you remember, some songs you don't, some French music mixed definitely, in, I'm sure, definitely. some new hits. You're going to get a party with a bunch of people who listen to this podcast. You're going to get to see their face. Are you going to show everybody's face? Or I think I'm going to let everybody be in the Zoom. Yeah. Why not? Well, because then you'll be just as small as everybody else. That's okay. So then it's just about being. 
All right, it's a hangout. Yeah, you get to hang out with your friends, people you've never met. You get to, maybe you'll find love, maybe you'll find <laughs> lifelong friendship. So go ahead and email. A Gmail address I'm going to create before the end Jesus of this podcast. Jesus Christ, Jay, I'm trying to give you a FOMO here. Oh, boy. It's a really right. good plug. What? Uh, All right. So, but the but if that's not enough to sell you, Jay, one of your DJ names, please. For a period of around Jesus six Christ, months. we don't have time for the bio. I Your DJ name was? DJed as DJ Magic the Gathering. No! 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 Stop it! Sure did. It's too long. It's a sentence. Sure did. It's sure a did. sentence. So There's I'm an thinking, article in it. Let me see if DJ Magic the Gathering at gmail.com works. I'm going to be honest. I Magic spent, the Gathering. When you told me that you used to DJ, I, I spent a little bit of time like trying to figure it out on Google. I, I would not have ever in my life guess that that was your teaching. All right, guys. That sounds like somebody told you you needed to do it, and you were like, I like Magic the Gathering, and then you just... There wasn't a reference within Magic the Gathering that you could have pulled? Like if DJ you, Orc or DJ Tap That Mana. Okay, if you want to come to this party, you can email DJMagicTheGathering at gmail.com. Letters D, letter J, MagicTheGathering at gmail.com. Okay. $10 proof of donation, and I will send you the invite. And now, would you say uh, that? Also, you can go above ten dollars. Don't be afraid. Sure. Um, would you say that the um, that the other two are better, or was that the best there's, of your names? There is one that's better, and one that's not as good. Okay. And so you're saying it's good. You're saying Magic DJ Magic the Gathering is quote unquote good. Yeah, because it's like magic, but there's also a gathering of people, right? You're like, is that DJ. what you're gonna name? Is that what you're yeah. gonna name the party? It's DJ the Gathering, <laughs> is what it is. DJ Magic the Gathering at gmail.com. Yeah, but the party's going to be called the party. The party's going to be called the gathering. The gathering. I'm, yeah. I'm working on it. It's called the gathering. My okay. God, that was more than I ever could have needed. Um, podcast and hasn't started podcast. yet. <laughs> podcast hasn't started yet. This is still official pod and or show business. Uh, today on the podcast, which we will get to in just one second, we're gonna we're gonna catch up on some sports stuff. There's been a bunch of like tangentially sports news kind of updates, kind of not. We're gonna run through a couple of them. Anything that we don't feel like talking about, we'll just skip because uh, these things have been running long. And uh, to be honest, it's messing up the poop schedule of my dog. And so we're just going to chat about sports. Is that new? I don't know. Um, but first, today's podcast. Oh, wait, the second half. I forgot. Mm. Second half, we're going to do something in honor of The Last Dance. Jay has come up with a game that he will <laughs> not tell us about. And so we're going to do a bracket populated by him. <laughs> and we're not allowed to ask any questions. I am terrified of this concept. I don't have any faith, but that usually means it's going to go pretty, pretty great. Just a big, so excited. big old train wreck. Um, we will get to the podcast in a second, but first, today's podcast is brought to you by MeUndies. Nailed it. So, uh, Ashley, uh, tell me how you want me to tell the people thank you about MeUndies. I was feeling a little, a little build, Billy Joel today. What's so up? William B. Joel. Okay. Um, William B. Joel. <laughs> you you had suggested Piano Man, but as yeah, we both know, that's too that's, that's, that's too deep for me. It's too low. Mm-hmm. So if he has any ones where you know he sounds less like a man. So what happened? Like what's happening Katie. now, Pod listeners? Something um, about Italian restaurants. What happen, what's happening now is 
What's happening now is I say, well, what if we did scenes from an Italian restaurant? See? And she said, and now, is that a band? Or no, is that I a didn't. Song? She goes, is that a song? I said, yeah. She goes, is it an emo song? And I was like, it's a Bill, it's another Billy Joe. It's like one of his most famous. That one, please. Okay. Take it's, me to Italy, woman. Okay. What? It's a restaurant. It's not in Italy. It's actually on Long Island. I went there for Valentine's Day once. Okay. Do you recognize it yet, Ashley? Yeah, of course. You don't? No. Oh, okay. It's one of my favorites. <clears throat> Summertime dreaming. <laughs> These are the days. When visions of sunshine and surf dance through our heads. Probably now more than ever. As we collectively mold into our couches. But we gotta keep the dream alive. Mmm. The is committed to the cause. <laughs> By keeping you in a constant stream. What? Of uninterrupted dream inducing undie comfort me undies. Oh, there's a long, we have a long musical interlude. Ooh. Richie Canada on the sax. Uh, would you like me to skip this? I believe it's like 40 seconds long. Well, I'm going to skip it. <clears throat> Here we go. How do you reach this uninterrupted state of comfort, you ask? With a membership from MeUndies, and man, is it handy. Oh, God. Oh, imagine this. Every month, the softest, coziest undies magically appear at your door as your undie collection grows. Your laundry time, lessons, and adulting gets that much easier. Plus, the membership comes with site-wide savings, early access, and free shipping. <laughs> oh, and zero reasons to ever leave your house. Oh, well, I mean, honestly. <laughs> Just grab those new undies off the porch and get right on back to that summertime drink. I had to finish the sentence. <laughs> you grab the undies off the porch, you see, and then you get right on back to that summertime dreaming. Uh, it's another interlude, Ashley. It happens twice. Might happen okay, again. I still don't recognize this song. You what? I don't. You're gonna know it here. This is where you'll get to. This is... How about now? Sounds like a carnival. I'm playing the piano for everybody that's just listening. (laughs) Which is everyone. (laughs) (laughs) You've never seen so much shoulder action in the piano player. Shut up. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. Oh, this sounds familiar. Oh, okay. You get it now? MeUndies are made from micromodal and irresistibly soft. Ah. Sustainable fabric that encases your nether regions in a cloud. It's magically made from trees. Another reason to give them a hug. And MeUndies are offered in a range of sizes. From extra small to 4XL. 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 XL. Ooh, even that's too low for me, huh? <laughs> Beyondies has a great offer for my listeners. For any purchasers that are first time, you get 15% off and free shipping. You gotta give this to softness. 
A try especially cause they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Oh, to get your 15% off your first order. Free shipping and a 100 per... Oh, wait, I forgot that this part was gone when you want 100% guarantee. Go to MeUndies.com slash Nolan. That's MeUndies.com slash Nolan. You get 15% off your first order, free shipping, and a guarantee. Whoa, whoa. Another in- interlude. I picked a bad song. Here's what happened. Hi, I'm Katie Nolan. Uh, take it away, Richie. <laughs> um, I picked a bad song. It happens. Uh, one of my favorite songs. This is also a really bad version of it. The piano was wrong. It threw me off. Um, but just to reiterate, that website... Um, and it's a good website, and you should absolutely go, 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 go. Oh, it's MeUndies.com. You should go to MeUndies.com slash Nolan for 15% off of your first order for shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to the website. Go to it now, and the song is over. So is the ad read. Whoa. <laughs> No, who are Brenda and Eddie? Oh, yeah, I know them. Ashley, I'm sorry. Just now is when you realize this, Brenda and Eddie. What were Brenda and Eddie doing? They were. uh, They had had it already by the end. They had had it already by the summer of '75. Got it. Uh, Brenda and Eddie were still going steady in the in the summer of something. I thought it was summer of '75. Um, They had Brenda and Eddie were the popular steadies and the king and the queen of the prom. Driving mm. around with the car top down and the radio on. Nobody looked any finer or was more of a hit at the Parkway Diner. We never knew we could want more than that out of life. Oh, nice. I see. Nice. Brenda so, and Eddie so just, would always know how to survive. Yeah, Whoa. I mean, if you peak in high Whoa. school, you know, it doesn't Whoa. necessarily mean you're going to peak. As, well, they as got an adult. apartment with deep park carpets and a couple of paintings from Sears. A big waterbed that they bought with the bread they had saved for a couple of years. And they started mm-hmm. to fight when the money got tight and they just couldn't count on the tears. Whoa. Mm. You know? Mm. All right. Uh, sports. <laughs> <laughs> How are we feeling about them? Baseball's Summer a big back. one, right? Baseball's coming back? Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Well, okay, so... All right. So they propose the MLB has proposed an 82 game season that would start in July. The teams agreed Monday on a proposal to send to the players union. It's an 82 game season. How long is it normally? 162. Yeah. So, you know, abbreviated by a lot. Um, uh, the playoff field to be expanded, designated hitter for all games, even the national league. Uh, no fans in the stadium. No revenue from ticket sales or concessions. So the league has basically put in this agreement or this proposal that uh, they would pay players based on how much money is earned during the shortened season with teams splitting revenues 50-50 with the athletes. Uh, here's the thing. In March, they agreed to a thing. They like mm-hmm. agreed to a proposal that was like players take a big pay cut. Um, I think it was like in exchange for service credit they wouldn't yeah. take any salaries. Like, they've already not been paid or whatever. Um, now the league is bringing up this new proposal. And I can already tell that this is going to be, weirdly in this situation, when we talk about, like, athletes and money and uh, labor versus ownership, fans always really tend to side with ownership. It's like this mm-hmm. weird thing about sports fans um, and I think that's going to be exacerbated tenfold by the fact that, you know, a lot of people right now are struggling with furloughs or unemployment or, you know, 
any number of things that are affecting their income and their way of life. And so if you were to see that this plan, this now proposal goes to the players and the players are like, we're not doing that, I could see people being upset with the players because not only are they dealing with, you know, whatever's going on in their personal lives, sports fans, but they're also want, they just want baseball back. They just want a sport. They just want to watch sports. So like shut up about the money and watch sports. But I think it's important to note that like an agreement was already made and now the MLB is, or MLB is trying to shoehorn in these other changes. And also um, we got to stop trusting ownership so much. They are seeing this as an opportunity. They see this as an opportunity. This is a collectively bargained sport. This is everything that you can think of in this sport is important and it's a bargaining chip at the table between the league and the players association. So when they do things like, oh, also uh, we're going to throw in this revenue share thing or even the designated hitter thing, like it, they're trying, they're doing it for a reason. And uh, it's a situation we don't all understand because it's very nuanced and very complicated. But uh, I, I just want to ca- urge everybody, if you hear that this goes to the players and the players don't accept it to, to, to be cautious before you accuse them of being selfish and wanting millions of dollars, there's a number of things at play here. One being that they've already agreed to something that's now been changed, and two being that that change could indicate something that they don't want for the rest. It could change the – it basically changes the entire economy of the sport, mm-hmm. and I think that players have to act in the best interest of the, all players, um, even if that appears to be uh, insensitive to people that aren't in baseball. I think, too, there's still a lot of questions about how this would even be achieved. Like, I I was talking earlier today um, to my uncle, who is, like, a peripheral sports fan. And he's like, yeah, baseball's coming back. Like, of course they want to make money. Like, everybody should go play. And I'm like, they haven't figured out the, like, details of how they're going to keep people safe. Right. And so when they're having that big picture conversation that's like, let's bring back baseball. And if it doesn't work, it's the because the players said no. Like some of the players, notably Sean Doolittle, is like, well, hold on, time out. Let's let's talk through a little bit more of the specifics here on how we're gonna achieve that goal in a way that's safe. Right. Right. He went on like a huge Twitter rant that was I wouldn't actually say a rant because it was pretty like I think it was pretty yeah well thought out yeah. and like organized. Um, but he brought up some really good points about some of his concerns around the proposal. Yeah, I mean, one of his points being that um, we're still not really entirely sure about the long-term effects of the disease of COVID-19 of the of the virus because, you know, people are saying that, you know, oh, people who are in good shape don't die of it, which hasn't proven to be true, but is still a, a you know, when you boil the thing down and you want to talk about it, it's like, oh, it affects old people and sick people. Sure, if that were true, but but we still don't know what the effect long term is on your lungs. There's evidence that some people have suffered from lung damage. Um, and that could be, for a professional athlete, that could be something that ends up ending your career. I know we're in this habit of asking athletes, like, you know what you signed up for. You get paid millions and millions of dollars to play a game. Um, I think it makes us think that we're, they're okay with their bodies just being treated like, you know, garbage. Mm-hmm. That we're asking them to sacrifice the end of their life or even the end of like middle of their career, depending on what happens with this lung damage story. Mm-hmm. Um, they could be sacrificing years of earning potential. Like there, there's just a lot of scariness associated. It's not as simple as like push a button, baseball's back on. Um, 
and being asked to sacrifice their health while also being told that, oh, you get a 50-50 revenue share on a season where we can't sell tickets um, doesn't make any sense. It's yeah. an impossible ask of them. And it's really backing them into a corner because they know they're going to be painted to be the bad guys. Well, it's also not just their health that's in jeopardy. You their know, families. Like, it's their families. And there is... Like, we don't have to get into it because, you know, it's scary or whatever, but there's new research coming out that, like, COVID may be affecting kids. Right. Yeah. Like, and again, talking about it too much, like, gives me anxiety and, like, freaks me out. But, like, it, now you're not just thinking about yourself. And Sean Doolittle in particular, I believe his, um, his wife, wife has a yeah, respiratory shout out his issue. his wife, who's very cool and very funny. Yeah. So, like... It, you're not just, even if athletes were everything that management, you know, wants to paint them as like, we're, we're what people think they should be. Like, we're going to, I'll put my body through anything for this sport and this, this team and these fans. Like now you're like, well, hold on. I, I would, maybe I'll do that for me, but I'm not going to put my wife or my children at risk. And not just wife and children. Like there's a lot of people that make baseball go that are not the right. players. Mm-hmm. Like all of the mm-hmm. people that, um, like if they're going to be going to stadiums, the stadium workers, like somebody's got to unlock it at the very least. Someone's right. got to let you in the building. Camera crews. Right. Um, if they're traveling, you know, hotels, like all of that. There, there's – even if just baseball came back exactly the way baseball is and everybody else was forced to stay in their house, the virus will spread because that's a lot of people involved in the business of baseball. Right. Um, and we've talked about before in this podcast that it's a business that's been saving money on the player payment side and not lowering ticket prices for fans. And so to me, this just seems like they've got the money. They just have to be comfortable with their bank accounts being lower. Right. Not so low that they can't pay their bills, but lower than an excess, an excessive amount that they don't need. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan Levitard today mentioned something about like, I, I got to look it up, but I think it was like the Mets for the Mets. It would be more, it would be better for them financially to have no season than to try to have a season without selling tickets. <laughs> like that's how bad of shape yeah. they might be in. But like other teams have, we've seen have been like saving a ton of money by manipulating service time and then charging out the ass for tickets. Like it's, they're very unclear about their financials because there's no salary cap. And basically the argument by the players association is that this is essentially a cap and it's, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I just am not excited for, you know, a bunch of talking and talking and arguing about whether players are being selfish or not. Yeah. Well, one point that he made that I thought was um really interesting and unselfish was if right now as a country, we have, X number of tests available and to ensure that like baseball can happen um, in as safe a way as possible, like all the players and all the people involved need to be consistently tested. Is it like, are we taking those tests away from the American public? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, are we, the, is like making baseball happen then a detriment to like the fans because we don't want that. And like people aren't necessarily thinking that way because we're so desperate for sports. Yeah. And we haven't gotten well, and full because, on board for the KT Wiz. And because the conversation, <laughs> the conversation will be framed as like, they're not willing to make a sacrifice right. because uh, oftentimes ownership and, and teams get to set the narrative. And it's the narrative is like, well, we agreed to something and they didn't agree to it. So they're not willing to make a sacrifice when really it's like, 
who is the sacrifice for? They're making right. a sacrifice to save the asses of millionaires? That's not – that doesn't make any sense. They want to make a sacrifice for the right people. It's like if your company asks you to take a pay cut and you say to them, okay, I'll take the pay cut, but I want to make sure my staff doesn't get fired, and the company's like, we can't promise that, then it's like, well, who's my pay cut for? Right. I want to make sure it's affecting the right people and protecting them. And like – there's just a, hypothetically, there's, if that were yeah, happen. hypothetically, <laughs> there's just a new there's nuance to like these pay cut conversations. Like I've seen a lot of people publicly discussing whether certain people have taken pay cuts and how it makes them look, and it's like you don't know everything that goes into everything. Like mm-hmm. just try to keep in mind the nuance of that before you jump down a player's throat and call them selfish, especially because even if they agree to it, they're being completely unselfish by sacrificing their body and their families, and you know what I mean. They're 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 arguing against being selfish by being like, well, hold on. Can we really come back? Or are we just like, I miss it. Are we just getting back together with our ex because we're lonely? Right. Mm. A thing we can all relate to. It's a great metaphor. I mean, yes. you know. So anyway, <laughs> baseball. Uh, Jay's like, affirm, yes, we are. We are doing <laughs> We are all lonely. We shouldn't. I know she'll be the death of me, but at least we'll both be numb. You know? <laughs> Quarantine. Uh, other news. What's up with the NBA? They opened for practice on Friday for half the teams, right? Yeah, about half the teams are open. And then I think only... But technically only two of them opened. Two of them on Friday. There may have been more today and yesterday. But um, the Blazers for sure went, uh, reopened, and so did the Cavs. Um, and I guess they have like really specific distancing rules and lots and lots and lots of cleanliness um, rules are put in place by the league so that like I think they're going to only be four players on the floor at any one time and they each have their own hoops um, that sort of thing but mm. I think it's sort of like based with similar with some of the baseball players is like some of the guys are like really excited to get there especially because you know as opposed to baseball like if you don't have a basketball hoop you can't which train. Giannis does not you can't train for your sport Famously. because you don't have yeah. the equipment whereas like I'm you know if you or a baseball player, you probably have at least a place where you can throw the ball and hopefully a batting, some sort of batting situation. Well, but, you know, I, don't know. I feel like having like a, a brick wall, a batting cage would be harder than having a basketball hoop. I agree. I mean, everybody's just conditioning, I think. Yeah. But it was crazy anyway. to me that Giannis was like, I don't have access to a hoop. It was like, huh? <laughs> That's nuts. <laughs> what? But, uh, you know, when we talked, I talked to CJ McCollum. I talked to CJ McCollum last week, two weeks ago. Who knows? What's time? Um, and he said, uh, I was like, you know, are you staying in shape? Like, whatever. And he's like, yeah, cause even if the season doesn't come back, it's, uh, it's beach season. I gotta get my beach body right. <laughs> and when he said that, I don't think it's what he meant, but my brain was like, oh, this person has been told that basketball's not coming back. Because that's how I would respond if I had found out that it was coming back, but I wanted to keep myself motivated to stay in shape. I'd be like, oh, it's about my beach body. I can't just let it go. I gotta get my beach body up. I'm sure he was just being funny, but I was like, oh, my God. When he said that, I'm like, is basketball not going to come back? Um, and look, it's possible. It's possible basketball's not going to come back. Hockey's not going to come back. It's possible baseball will not co- It's possible we don't have sports for a while. And, like, I don't know if there's a negative to, like, getting our hopes up every time. It's like, we might come back. Or if it's, you know. I just, well, you know, we got some sports. The UFC came back. Okay. Sure. There's actually there actually was an interesting story from that uh from that fight over the weekend. There was like obviously everyone was like, "Oh, the 22nd knockout. That was nuts." But um I read that two of the fighters said because there were no 
fans in the arena. They could hear Daniel Cormier doing like the play by play. And they, um, like, for example, one of the women, uh, Carla Esparza said she heard him criticizing her for like not mixing it up. And then like, as she was fighting, she's like, guys, like, shut up. And then in her brain was like, oh, maybe I should mix it up more. And then like she did, like they took what he was saying and like used it as advice. Yeah. Which is just. Which is funny because we've talked about this, we've talked about this for, be, before in sports movies. I think we've talked about it. Otherwise, I've talked about it to somebody else and I'm now <laughs> going to pretend we talked about it on the podcast. Uh, in sports movies, they always have like the in-stadium, especially like high school football games, the in-stadium right. announcer yeah. mm-hmm. is doing play-by-play. And you're like, what? And it makes sense for a sports movie because they have to push the narrative along. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't make sense in the sense of like, they could hear you. You can't say that kind of stuff yeah. over a loudspeaker in I a think stadium. It was, I think you said it during the decom bracket. Probably. That, the guy with the bowling announcer who's like doing the run up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's somebody, something else that we credit. Oh, the football scene in uh, Euphoria. People talk oh, yeah. about it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that, but it makes sense for the movie. It doesn't make sense. But now, I mean, it happened. So it's very interesting. Also interesting, the other person who said it was Greg Hardy. Yeah. I just didn't want to say his name. Mm. Well, you know who was totally comfortable saying his name is New Zombie Deadspin. Um, what? I don't know if you guys saw the I article. Did. I did. And then I was like, I should text this. And no, I shouldn't text this to Katie. We're just going to pretend this never happened. So, um... Dan Shapiro, who writes for Deadspin, which for those of you who don't know, Deadspin was like bought out and they laid everybody off. And so it's still called Deadspin, but it isn't. Um, I saw somebody online say that every article in, on New Deadspin is like they fed in an, uh, to an algorithm every article written before. And it's just like a really crappy mm. computer trying to, trying to imitate their, the way they would write. But instead, there's no, like, nuance. There's no subtlety. There's no – they don't know how to do it. And so it just is clunky and awful. Um, so Dan Shapiro uh, wrote this article that – the headline has since been changed. But the headline – I actually don't even remember it because it was offensive. But it not as offensive as a paragraph that remains in the article um, where he wrote – However, Hardy, who has ironically relabeled himself as the Prince of War during his second act as an MMA fighter, found the resolve to withstand the barrage and fight back like no domestic abuse survivor has ever been able to before. Was his analysis of the UFC fight. Now, the most generous reading is that this guy was trying to dunk on Greg Hardy and make fun of the fact that he's an abuser. I think that the headline was something about how he... Beat, uh, shows that he can beat men too. Men too. I think that, yeah, it was something like, like that. Like Greg Hardy proves he can beat men too. Um, hilarious. Uh, it was just, a, it was like trying to be mean and instead it didn't consider who the target of the joke was. Um, it's something you see in people who start writing jokes for literally the very first time. Um, you could argue, should that person have a job writing about sports? On such a big platform, because a lot of people still don't know what happened with Deadspin and go to it as if it's old Deadspin, I think. And, uh, like that article or that the site got two million hits the day that that article was up, which is a lot of people. Um, I checked this guy's Twitter, Dan Shapiro, to see, cause I saw a lot of people tweeting about it. Um, he has not responded and then today just started tweeting about other stuff. So cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's why I was I was considering watching UFC. I was like, oh, maybe I'll just get the fight. 
then two things happened. Number one, I found out Greg Hardy was on the ticket. And then number two, I saw Dana White wearing a, t- a Tampa Brady shirt. Tampa Brady shirt. Dana White. Buy a Tampa Brady shirt. Dan- Dana White, who said to me that he wasn't actively campaigning for Brady to go to Vegas because he's a Boston guy. He was like, that's not what I was saying. I'm just saying if you're not going to go to Boston, you should go to to Vegas. And then now he's just wearing a Tampa Bay shirt. That's you know what? If I see Dana White on Lansdowne, <laughs> he's gonna catch these hands. <laughs> Meet me outside of the force. I have some words for you. <laughs> oh. We could just record you saying words for Dana White and just put put it out there no. for him. To I want him to across. come see me. I would like okay. him to come see me. Because a lot of my words are going to be spoken by righty and lefty. Nice. They're two fists. Your fists. They look so imposing. Big they trust. Are. They're, whoa, whoa. They are clenched. In the flesh, Katie. Nolan. In the flesh. Big trust, Dana White. Big trust. Meet her at the bank. I'll see. What? The bank? Well, that's, no. That's where you meet Lamar Jackson. Anyway. Meet me at the greatest bar, which sucks. So we <laughs> fight. They let you fight at greatest bar. Non-secret. Uh, well, there won't be anyone there, so well, you'll get good. Away with it. Meet me there, and I'll jump you. Meet me at meet me at the Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> you can just see me on my phone, like which one are? You? No, no, the other one. No, no, down the street. Well, it's in the same area. It serves the same people, but it's across the street. No, 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 no. The one that has the one where the Dunkachino machine's always broken. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh man! Message receipt. Message sent. <laughs> uh, other great sports news: Liverpool's title weekend would have been this weekend. So, how does that work now? Because, like, they were didn't they essentially clinch it? They would have clinched it that week, the week it stopped. No, so, there's, there's six points from mathematically being. I thought it was like one more week of of Premier League would have happened, and it would have. It's yeah. It's so long as. Uh, City would have lost. If City would have lost, okay. then Liverpool would have won. Um, but so they were a week away. Well, we'll never know. Um, neat. So they haven't decided if they're just going to give them the, the title yet. Well, so the and if I, I don't, I haven't seen it. I haven't checked the updates. I'll be honest. Um, you know, self care. But uh, last thing I saw was that they were trying to discuss. They were in discussions about bringing the season back, and the bottom six teams. We're saying they would only come back if the league agreed to suspend relegation for the right. season, um, mm. which doesn't make any sense because there were teams from ch- its championship. Jay is yes. the league right below Premier yes. League. Uh, there were championship teams that you know the top teams get promoted, and so those teams. There were two teams that were absolutely that were pretty much safe, and were going to be promoted. Um, so you would be in the, the cost, the financial, um, like boon of being promoted, especially with the new TV deal is like huge. Um, and so those, it's like game changing for those teams. So you'd have to be telling those teams that they don't get that, even though they played most of their season and earned it. Um, and then if you promoted them and you didn't relegate from the premier league, then it would just be too many teams. And that doesn't make any sense. And so these teams are basically saying that like to be relegated, would be financial ruin uh for a team and wouldn't and refuse to like come back without that caveat being met which to me is selfish 
Um, and it also has nothing to do with like the pandemic. Right. Like and if like, you were in danger of getting relegated anyway. Right. Like relegation is a, is a, is a devastation that you should have been prepared for given the right. way your season was going. Right. Yeah. It was one that you knew was coming. Nobody knew the pandemic was coming. And right. so if they won't come back unless they're promised that they're, that they won't be ruined financially, then they're actually damaging other teams financially who are, will be ruined by not playing the rest of the season. Right. Um, so, you know, cause so you don't come the, back the or TV you're relegated. Ma- well, yeah, there's a lot of, um, there's yeah. a lot of, discussion about whether um the teams will have to give back the money that comes from the tv rights if they don't play any games Mm. like because the the networks will have paid for a product that they then don't get the problem there is or the wrinkle there is that as we've seen in america when uh leagues and networks negotiate rights fees and like ownership part of it is you know the offers part of it is what they do with the sport so it's possible that the rights holders in england would be like as a favor to you we're not going to make you give we're not going to make you give back all of our money but you need to give us the rights for the next like remember this when we negotiate and you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so like it's possible they won't make them give back all their money but Assuming the games don't play, they will have to refund a bunch of that money, and the, that would be because these teams refuse to come back because of relegation. Again, this story may be old by now. They no, maybe com- I thought I saw something about them maybe coming back. That's pretty recent. I don't. I haven't seen anything about them coming back for sure. I mean, uh, it seems like at this point that they're going to probably end the season where it was. Um, and then like focus on the new season. I mean, because like also the thing about Premier League is like it's there's only they only get two months off. Like we yeah. would have been finished now and then it would restart. It's this year was the earliest it restart. It was like the first week of August. So mm. that's in that's you know two and a half months from now. Yeah. So by the time is it? <laughs> by the time things are like feasibly able to restart and training and what have you, like it's gonna be the beginning of next year's season. So something yeah, it sounds like they get... like they need to start by June something. Or yeah. else it it will screw up the entire international right. Schedule. And obviously, this Schedule. was supposed to be a World Cup year, so like um, oh, right. There's just like a whole lot of um, things. Is this that, Qatar World Cup year? I think isn't it this? Is, or this was a Euro year? I Summer Olympics. Um, I think they don't do they don't do World 20, Cup and Summer Olympics the same year. Isn't it twenty 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 two? Twenty twenty two is the Qatar. Sorry, I mean um, this was there was supposed to be Euro this summer, and there isn't now. Yeah. Um, right. Well, and that so. and that and that Qatar Qatar um, World Cup is a whole nother schedule. Yeah, that's so. gonna happen in the winter time because so fun. Because of stuff. Because of stuff. Um, um, there is soccer that's coming back. Uh, the Bundesliga is coming back. Ashley's favorite league. Located in what country? Germany. Hey, I didn't think you'd know that. Thank you. Good job. Yeah, um, I mean, that's, again, that's sort of like another one of these alleged... I don't know why I said it in a Russian accent, but... I I don't either. We weren't going to address it. You're like like Villanelle. You're you're moving between accent to accent. Um, Yeah, Bundesliga is supposed to come back this or next, like, they're supposed to start retraining this or next week, so long as all the hygiene mechanisms are followed, so... What's a hygiene mechanism? You You know, know, brushing your teeth, taking showers. (laughs) Um, Meanwhile, in in France, they canceled, they ended the season, they gave the title to PSG, um, who were in first place. 
So well, congrats to Paris Saint-Germain. I got the hat on today. Yeah. Oh, okay. You weren't wearing a hat until two seconds ago. So I've no, you don't a hat have the a whole hat time. On. It was backwards. Oh, you I just was... can't tell because his side hair is yeah. so long and all blends together. That's wow. true. My head, is that what it looks like? Dan asked me to, he's like, look, I don't want you to cut my hair, but I do need you to like shave oh, my Oh, this neck. part is like really yeah, bad. Yeah. It's so bad. It's, it's really I bad. I don't even want, I like have hoodies so that I just like can block I the view. I feel like you should be able to just do that. I, you just do I've it. been telling him, let me cut your hair. Please, yeah. please let me cut it. your hair. I'm going to If it's bad and it's going to grow back in four weeks. Yeah. Like you have so much time. Anyway. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I want to do it. I'm going to try to. I'm going to shave his head. Just while he's sleeping. Just get in there. <laughs> I'm going to do talked about that last part. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Uh, good I soccer have some news. news. Oh, never mind. Go I'm going to say good soccer news. Alex Morgan had her baby. Yeah. Yay! I'm a grandma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the baby's name is Charlie. Thank you. That's so like much. Charlie's my favorite the name. For it was and a was, baby girl. You know my nickname in college. So. Oh yeah, I always forget that. I don't. <laughs> Uh, so that's very exciting. I love it. And, and in other mom news, Becky Lynch announced on Raw that she is pregnant. Well, she said she's going to become a mom. So, sorry, do you think there's a conspiracy? Well, she's the man, so I would assume <laughs> Rollins is pregnant. Congratulations. Ah, okay, okay. I was like, I'm not sure where you're going with this. Mm-hmm. Ah, that make, your tweet makes so much more sense now. I got it, it. You just, you did see the tweet and you still. I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was now like, I feel. You tweeted like, congratulations to Seth oh Rollins. I said, oh my God, Seth Rollins is pregnant. Yeah, I didn't get it. It's not my like, greatest uh, tweet. It just was like, she didn't say she was pregnant. She said she was going to be a mom. Um, we had a very nuanced discussion, my boyfriend and I, last night about, um, I don't know, I think it was like one of the first times that it like really crystallized for him of like, oh wow. She's like, doing really well and had to make this decision to like stop. I'm like, yeah, isn't it crazy that, you know, Seth Rollins doesn't have to stop. He's Mm -hmm. also having a child, but Mm -hmm. we're told that, you know, if we want to have one, we've got a window. And so you kind of have to make that sacrifice. Well, do we know if it was, I didn't read about it. I just saw like the headline, like, do we know if it, we don't need to talk about it. Do we know if, if she it was made him? a decision or if it was a pleasant surprise? Oh, I have no. I don't know. I'm just saying. Either way, I, there are other decisions you make. Yeah, she de- yeah. she's ha- she's gonna have a baby. Yeah, and I feel like there's you know sacrifices that have to be made. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it's such a complicated thing because it's like you know it's a bummer. She just it's, celebrated it's being the longest running champion. Yeah, and she just had to hand her title over. And then you have to be like, well, I can if I do this now, I can come back. Mm-hmm. Or, or not. Maybe by the time I try to come back, people will be like, who? We found another right. person. We moved on. Yeah. So, I mean, and congratulations then, to her, obviously, number one. Number two is like, and congratulations-, congratulations to that child who's going to be the most like athletically and like oh, man. dramatically gifted child. Yeah. My God. Her also, though, congratulations. Give that kid a microphone. Congratulations on, on, to her on making, you know, a tough call. We're just, you know, recognizing and, and, supporting her on something that's had to be tough and also nobody wants to hear you talk about how hard it is to decide to have a kid like it's yeah you know so Mm -hmm. shout out becky lynch forever yeah hey don't cry i'm almost done Mm. and then we'll snuggle we haven't gotten to the second half yet oh yeah let's start that second (laughs) half hello welcome to it um we're gonna talk about the last dance we haven't really talked about it a bunch 
But that's because we were saving up for this. By the way, our coverage of The Last Dance is brought to you by State Farm. When you want the real deal like a good neighbor, State Farm, guess what? They're there. Uh, coverage is also brought to you by AT&T. So what we're going to do is uh, this was Jay's idea, so take it up with him if you hate it. Uh, this is Jay's Mike or Jordan bracket. Take it away, Jay. Hi. Um, Hi. So thinking about what we were going to do in celebration of The Last Dance – um, I was thinking about Jordan, and then I realized that when you're thinking about the best Jordans, you can't just, you know, there's there's a lot of great names, but then it occurred to me, Mike or Jordan kind of sounds like Could- Michael Jordan. Oh, my God. So this is the Mike or Jordan bracket. There are four Mikes. There are four Jordans. We will be deciding who is the greatest Mike or Jordan Obviously, Michael Jordan Again, this is- breaking, this, this uh, revolutionary last dance coverage brought to you by State Farm <laughs> and also AT&T. Uh, Michael Jordan, not included in this bracket, obviously because he mm-hmm. is greater than- Obviously because that would be parts. too similar to the last dance, um, which is the coverage that we're currently doing, brought to you by State Farm and AT&T. So, the Michael Jordan bracket. Now, there's one more wrinkle in this game. Of course. Um, that is that I chose my four favorite mics and my four favorite Jordans, not like the best ones of all time. So we're going to rank those. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> First matchup. The east side of the bracket, the Jordan side, are Jordan Catalano, Jordan Peele, Montel Jordan, Oh boy, and Michael B. Jordan. Okay. Wow. So Michael Jordan is in this coverage of The Last Dance brought to you by State Farm and AT&T. Michael B. Jordan. Uh, First matchup. The west side of the bracket. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. This is how we do it famously. The west side of the bracket. The Mike bracket. Michael Scott. Magic Mike. Mike Tyson. Mike Gold Jr. Whoa. <laughs> Getting personal. Mike Gold uh, Jr. famously works at ESPN, uh, where you can watch The Last Dance on Sunday, episodes <laughs> 9 and 10, uh, starting at nine, 8 o'clock. Nine, 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock. Brought to you, it's our coverage of The Last Dance brought to you by State Farm <laughs> and also brought to you by AT&T. Uh, first matchup, Jay. Jordan Catalano versus Jordan Peele. Uh... Is Jordan, is that Jared Leto? It, uh, as played by Jared Jordan Leto, Catalano, Jordan Catalano, Catalano, uh, from the f- TV show My So Called Life. Um, mm-hmm. yes, Ashley, the answer to your question is yes, it's yes. played okay. by Jared Leto. <laughs> Just wanted to That's make sure I Leto. remembered that person appropriately. Versus Jordan Peele? Versus mm. Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele being the, uh, of Keen Peel, director of films such as Us and Get Out. Uh, so for me, My So-Called Life was obviously formative for a lot of people. It was not formative for me. I wasn't allowed to watch it. Shout out Cammy. I'd call her about it, but we don't have any time. My dog will not stop crying. She needs to go out. Um, so I, I would say, while I understand Jordan Catalano's significance, 
Uh, I think Jordan Peele's significance is a lot stronger given that he's changed a genre of horror movie to make it more interesting and to appeal to a broader audience of people. I think he's brilliant while also funny, which is a difficult thing to do. Um, mm. So I and Myrtle would vote for Jordan Peele. <laughs> Works for me. Great. Uh, Next. On the west side of the bracket, we're going to move over to the west side of the bracket. Michael Scott versus Magic Mike. Wow. Okay, so here we've got two fictional characters, so we don't have to worry about hurting anybody's feelings. Magic Mike, I never saw the movies, but I think I understand the gist. He's a male stripper. Mm, he is, but he has a dark side. And There's now, like drugs is- and stuff involved, I think. If I, I mean, I saw it one time, and I'm going to be honest, I wasn't that impressed. I was mostly uncomfortable. Oh, okay. Um, then tough, the drug thing, the drug thing got Mike. weird for me. What's the yeah. plot of Magic Mike? He's a stripper. Mm. He like recruits another guy to become a stripper. <laughs> that guy's sister becomes game. a love interest of Mike. And but then I think like the stripper. Oh God, I'm so bad at describing movies. I think he like gets into druggy stuff with the brother, and the sister gets mad. That's it. That's, it the, that's the that's the whole plot driving. Yeah, he conflict? recruits this kid to be so. a stripper with him, and then and then there's like a. He's going to repeat everything I just said. Go ahead, Jay. Game yeah, right. Involved Sorry, go then, ahead. You know. And so what happens in XXL? I haven't, I haven't seen XXL. I didn't catch that one. Wait. Wait, is that the... the I think they... It's, it starts with the... Maybe I did see it. I, the brother then becomes the star and they take the show to Miami. Cool. So what we're, what, the tough thing here is that Michael Scott, obviously as a human, if he were a real person, you wouldn't, you couldn't stand him. But right. as a character, that's his whole point, and it provides mm-hmm. comic relief. Yep. Um, was the uh, was the British office? His name wasn't Michael Scott, was it? N- no, his, no, his name was. Um, I can Google. I it. believe this is just Steve. Uh, why am I blanking? Doesn't matter. His name was. Not it doesn't Michael matter. Scott. Um. So, uh, great. So David Michael Blake? Scott. We're strictly talking Steve Carell office. Okay, sure. So we're just arguing. Um, the better fictional character then is what this matchup is. And I would yeah. say with all of the nuance that you just gave Magic Mike, I think that Michael Scott is the more well-rounded, worth-watching character. Mm-hmm. I also have watched The Office and will continue to watch The Office more than I'll ever watch Magic Mike. And so I – shout out to Channing Tatum's <laughs> abs and what I assume is his XXL. <laughs> but I, I do think I would still pick uh, Michael Scott. Works for me. Great. Next. Back to the East Coast. Back to the East. Montel Jordan versus Michael B. Jordan. This is- now, this is a tough matchup. Montel yeah. Jordan, who you'll remember from such a hit, says, you this will. is how we do it. Mm-hmm. Up against Michael B. Jordan, a very handsome man and good actor um, from Black Panther, uh, Fruitvale Station, Dwyer, Parenthood, Creed. people forget. Um, Friday Night Lights. Quiet. Yeah, Wallace on The Wire. Friday Night Lights, right? Um, Friday Night Lights, yeah. And Creed. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and he's up against, who did I just say? Oh, Montel Jordan. Um, mm. It's tough. It's a tough one. I can, I can take this one if, Go you, ahead, if Ashley. you'd like. I'd love that. Uh, Montel Jordan, this is how we do it. It's a classic song. It's a great karaoke song. It's fun to dance to. Everybody loves it. I couldn't name another Montel Jordan song. There are others. Like- I'm sure there are, um, but I do feel that Michael B. Jordan's uh, portfolio has a little mm. bit more breadth to it mm. than Montel Jordan's. 
But let's so, take into account Mon- uh, Michael B. Jor- Montel Jordan has never said he was going to be true. on our show. I bet and he would, then canceled I bet he would definitely minute. be there. If we that is there. true. Mm. That is true. Um, we also did give Michael B. Jordan a Creed album. We did. As a gift. Mm-hmm. Which That's I thought was very nice of us. I never heard back about it. <laughs> you know, I think I I do think we need to take that into consideration. Right. Uh, however, okay. on the balance of scales, I think even with that factored in, I would still vote for Michael B. Jordan. I'm okay with that. Head to head match. All right, okay. Michael B. Jordan moves Last, on next. Uh, first round matchup in the West: Mike Jay Tyson Disco. versus yep. Mike Bullock Jr. Now, Mike Tyson in the news recently because he says he's coming back, um, which to me just means that he, too, has been watching The Last Dance, <laughs> our coverage of which is brought to you by State Farm and also brought to you by AT&T. He watched Michael Jordan um, crushing it and is like, I want to go out there and crush it, too. What I don't like about Mike Tyson saying he's coming back, other than the fact that he recently on a podcast said that he doesn't like the person he was back then, and if he brings that person back out, he becomes evil and dangerous, and he's scared of him. Uh, the other thing I don't like is that I thought we all agreed in quarantine mm. we were going to get fat and gross. And mm. to know that he's out here getting in fighting shape enough to say that he's going to come back, um, to me, is a violation of my trust. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's other things about Mike Tyson. I'm not a huge fan of who's he up against again. And Michael Jr. What mm-hmm. is there not to love? You know, Michael Jr. Hardest working man in showbiz. <laughs> um, he's always out there. He's he's got good tweets. He's got great tweets. Yeah, good tweet, Mike. You know, and so I would say it's going to be an upset to a lot of people. But I would like to move on, Michael Michael Jr. <laughs> I almost said Michael B. Gold. Um, Mike Gullick Jr. for me. Asher, are you okay with moving him on to the next round? I am adamantly opposed to that, but the good news is it's your podcast. Well, why don't you so, can give your counterpoint? I will say, uh, I, as, if we're talking about, you know, breadth of portfolios here. Which Mike loves to say that word breadth. It seems breadth. to be the thing. It's better than girth, you know? True. Just width, the girth of his performance. Just sheer mass of his portfolio. Right. Is, is an XXL, I would say. Um, I, I might, might, I might move Mike Tyson on mm. solely for the scene in the scene. hangover with the Phil good Collins scene. punch. It is. A I, good I feel like he's got a whole, a whole pigeon thing that's fascinating. Mm. Sure. He's got some, some comedy that is, I think, more impressive because it is unexpected in a way that like Gojo is, you know, you're like, oh, he's funny. Yay. Mm. Like Mike Tyson, you're like, what? You can vitamins here mm. and be funny. That's crazy. Um, sure. I think he's, he's very interesting. You know, I, if you told me, Hey, we're, I'm going to this party and Mike Tyson's going to be there. Or I'm not going. You're not going. Not going. Wow. Mm. What if I told you there's a TV show that Mike Tyson is going to be on? Would is Mike Golick Jr. also on it? Mike, what if we call it if Mike like, and Mike? Okay, you, TV. These, there are two. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. It's Mike yeah. Tyson and Mike Golick Jr. I'm in. Uh, yeah, I, I feel strongly about Mike Tyson, but as I said, your pod. Yeah, well, um, it's, it's our pod. I will say, uh, our pod that Michael Jr. has been on. And so I it's think true. it's disrespectful. I think you're just upset because he replaced you that day because you couldn't be there. And he so such a good job. you're holding that against him. And I, and I understand it, but I'm not going to respect it. And therefore right. I'm going to move on Michael Jr. Final matchup in the East. I know, honey, we're almost done. Jordan Peele versus Michael B. Jordan. 
Okay, so I think this is the round for me that the aforementioned issues with mm. Michael B. Jordan are surfacing, and therefore I think that I would lean towards moving on Jordan Peele. There's nothing against him as an actor. Um, I do think the character that he played in Black Panther is one of the best, most nuanced uh, villains that we've ever seen in a superhero movie. I do think there were times where I, I didn't – I think he could have – he could have done a little better with it. Um but again, that just might be my tainted view of him, given that he doesn't respect or care about me or remember me at all. Um, mm. I did once have Thanksgiving dinner with him on Garbage Time, a little television show, Emmy Award winning, called Garbage Time. Um, and he was fantastic on that. Um, and it just is hurtful that it didn't mean as much mm. to him as it meant to me. Um, mm. Maybe I'm just unpacking something I need to work through personally with my therapist, but it is a podcast and I do need to fill. Mm. Uh, and Jordan Peele had him on Crowd Goes Wild. What a guy. You know, I've I've interacted more with Keegan Michael Key in recent years. I know the two of them are trying to do their own separate thing. I still think Cam Peel's a great show, um, and I'm just gonna go with Jordan Peel. Okay, yeah, I, I agree with you. Great, I think the uh, wow. I think the breadth of Peel's portfolio is really impressive. Mm. <laughs> you know, being able to go from breadth. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I mean, yeah. I haven't met him personally, but that is what I've heard. All right, I think being able to crush comedy and uh, thriller. Is incredibly, incredibly yeah, very challenging. Difficult. And I think he's also, um, giving, I, I'm done. Okay. I'm done. I, I wanted to say something, but I'm afraid I'm going to say it wrong. So I'm not going to say it. Great. He's, re- he's an impressive dude. I don't <laughs> want to know what it was. Uh, next match Michael up, Scott Jay in the West versus Mike Golick Jr. <laughs> Oh boy. Now see, this is a tough one. And I think if we were to call Mike Golick Jr. and ask him, I think he would say, give it to Michael Scott. Mm. Um, in fact, Ashley, while you give your thoughts, I, I will, <laughs> I will attempt to do so. Well, I can't, I haven't worked with Michael Scott, uh, personally, but having witnessed, you know, him as an employee and a boss, I feel like I would be, I would struggle, you know, if I worked in the same company as him, I'd find him very frustrating. Having worked with Mike Golick Jr., incredible incredible coworker. Like mm. every time I've worked with him, it's been just a great experience. On the other hand, when Michael Scott left the office, the show was noticeably worse. I mean, I tried to still love it as much, but like, it just wasn't, it wasn't as much. Of a run. Hi. Hi, Mike. How are you? I am so good. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. A uh, quick question. I won't keep you very long. We're doing a podcast in which we're doing a, a bracket of Mike's and Jordan's. Uh, and, and right now we're in the finals, uh, or we're in the semifinals and it's, uh, it's you versus Michael Scott. And I said, I think if I asked Gojo, he would say, give it to Michael Scott, but I wanted to know your opinion on it. Uh, yeah, no, that would probably be the right way to go here. I am floored that amongst a sea of mics, I have even made it this far. So uh, yeah, you're doing great. One of those, I think this is one of those, it's an honor just to be nominated moments, but yeah, Michael Scott should probably win this one. Okay, I appreciate your blessing. I will say you beat Mike Tyson in the first round. Oh my God, upset of the century. Yeah, you should tweet about it because you beat Mike Tyson, which is, you know, you can save it now. It's on your resume. There we go, putting on the business card. All right, Gojo. Uh, good to see, good to see, good to talk to you. (laughs) You too, Katie. All right, love you, bye. Okay, so there you have it. Michael Scott moves on, which means we are in the final. Okay, who is it? Versus Michael Scott. Ashley, you take it. Jeez. Uh, wow. Okay. Michael Scott, incredible contribution to the, the world of comedy. Jordan Peele, <laughs> real person. 
Yeah, so, that's what I was going to say. I think we're doing real person versus fictional character. And while he's a wonderful fictional character, again, if he mm. were real, we would hate him. Mm. Um, and he's not real. And Jordan Peele is very real and lovable, which is the two things that you can't say about Michael Scott if he were a real person. So I, I think, yeah, I think we're going to have to get Jordan Peele. The winner of the micro Jordan bracket. Wow. Jordan Peele. Congratulations, Jordan. You win this coverage of The Last Dance, which is brought to you by State Farm, also brought to you by AT&T. You can watch the final two episodes of The Last Dance Sunday at 9 p.m. on ESPN or if you're a big baby, ESPN2. Okay, do we have time for one more voicemail? Because this girl has to go out. Hi, Katie Ashley and Jay. My name What's is Adriana. I'm LA. So the other day I was listening to the podcast while cruising in my car, my way to Target with my face mask on. And as I was pulling up to a red light, Katie was in the middle of truly madly not so deeply <laughs> when the guy next to me in the car looked at me like, what the heck am I listening to? I immediately rolled up my windows so here is my question what song do you enjoy listening to but are so embarrassed that you listen to it uh can't wait to hear them and love you guys mean it bye adriana what a fantastic question and also a fantastic story that i'm deeply sorry to have brought into your life uh this one's an easy one for me it's teenage dream by katie perry that's fantastic a great song very good song not always mm. happy to be caught listening to it um this one came back into my life a couple weeks ago months ago i don't know uh i randomly started humming it and was trying to figure out what it was finally determined it was stevie b when i dream about you uh i encourage you to go look it up no one's going to remember it until you hear it. And then maybe you're like, oh, yeah, that is a random kind of ballad song from, you know, the 90s. And it's been stuck in my head for several months. So is it the when I, when I Dream About that one? Mm-mm-mm. Oh. There was a time in my life when I opened my eyes. <laughs> when I dream about you, that's when everything's okay. I don't know. You're in my arms here next to me. Forever. Wow. That's good. No? I don't think I know it, but I do love it. I like God, your version look it up. better. I, like, now I poor fucking Adriana's listening to the song in her car and had to put her window back up. <laughs> Jay? Uh, mine is We Are Who We Are by Kesha. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Man, yeah, I love everything Kesha. Kesha, really. I just love Kesha. And we are who we are. So does Katie. You know? I Isn't think that it on was. Wasn't that on Gritty's playlist? Man, I, I love think so. Yeah, probably. <laughs> All right. Perfect question. I love it so much. Uh, guys, that's it for this week's edition of sports. Shout out to MeUndies, AT&T, and State Farm, who again brought you our coverage. Breaking, just really <laughs> wonderful, groundbreaking coverage. Of the last dance. Shout out to Mina Kimes and the Mina Kimes show featuring Lenny. She's got all the analysis from the NFL, the KBO, the last dance. So go listen to that wherever you get your podcasts. Big thanks to you guys for listening now. And then, you know, once or twice more on a, on a different platform or even better. You got, you got a lot of time. You need to do something. So why don't you write us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast? We read them. We love them. It keeps us going. Like this one from Shreebs that says a great pod for both kinds of going to the gym, <laughs> allegedly. Uh, and lastly, don't forget that you can always leave up to a voicemail at 860-506-5571. Say goodbye, Ashley. Hi. Say goodbye, Jay. Bye. Say goodbye, Myrtle. <laughs> Bye. Love you. Mean it. <laughs>